peace, love, blessings, my my siblings, my my listeners, people I have I have not connected with in quite some time. This is your host, Jorge Quintana, and I have been away for a lot longer than I anticipated, a lot longer than I intended, a lot longer than than I should have been. And and it's I guess you could say it was it was a trend that it, it was really coming down to me running out of things to talk about, but also I got really busy, immensely busy. I'm I'm not sure when the last time I updated on on my artistic journey, but what's happened is I've I've shifted over really to film. I was still performing, still doing performances with with my group, the All City Writers, which is, you know, a, a writing group put together by some talented, talented solo performers here in in Sacramento, but. I, I, you know, was going through my my filmmaker, you know, ascension, I guess you can say. I, I've, I've directed, I'm on my second documentary of the year, and that's really what, what's taken a lot of time. And, and now I'm, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm, I'm in the midst of a lot of things. Work has been incredibly busy. I mean, I've been just, just working a ton. And, and one of the things that I noticed uh, was, I mean, I was very removed from the spiritual world. I became very focused on just the earthly material world, you know, getting my, my shit together, I guess, for lack of a better word, getting it together, you know, uh, making sure I'm financially stable, making sure that as an artist, I'm I'm grinding, I guess, you know, like making the most out of my opportunities. And so that's taken me, you know, away from away from from the podcasting as as well as I, I got to the point where I realized I had no hobbies, which is crazy because uh, about a year or so ago, that's really all I had. I wasn't really, I wasn't working. So I, I had a lot of hobbies. I had the podcast. I had music. I had all these different ventures. I was like putting time into but But when I started working, you know, that, that took a, a lot of my time and, and I didn't just start, you know, a new job. I also was was starting with all city riders. You know, I was I was taking my art form and I became very interested in 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 growing as an artist, which involves practice, rehearsals. It involves, you know, um the theoretical analysis of what am I doing with my craft and how do I become a better better artist. And and, and I also noticed I I've I've been in this more more earthly focus after some in, intense panic attacks I had about I honestly couldn't even tell you how long ago it's been. But it terrible panic attacks that that was induced by by my mushroom trips, right? I was I was trying to get some medicine, you know, uh, microdosing journey to to explore. I, w- I was going through healing, and what ended up happening was I ran. I ran from a lot of the spiritual things, you know. I, I remember that there was a time I was doing Akashic records readings, and now I haven't opened my records in wow, what feels like forever. And and I mean, this podcast is called the Spirits and Poetry, so. Not only am I not doing poetry right now, uh, I'm I'm not, you know, connected to anything, you know, spiritual, which is a new feeling for me. I I won't say I'm not a, you know, I I I'm neglecting my spirit. That's not the case at all. I think it's more so just I lost interest in in learning spiritually. I became less interested in texts. I became less interested in in the scriptures and. And the, the the metaphysical education, I, I realized it wasn't ser- serving me. It wasn't doing much for me beyond feeding my ego. And not everyone that you know that goes down that road is, is the same. But I feel like it's easy to to fall into ego learning, to learn magic, to manifest power and money. You know, to 
to learn hermeticism to try to tame the fear of the void, the fear of the nothingness that, and I say nothingness because we can't fathom what, what lies beyond, you know, our physical shell. But all humans, we live with that fear. What happens when we die? And, and oftentimes I've noticed a lot of spiritualities, a lot of people's religion is based on trying to find something that soothes that, that fear, right? That placates that worry. It becomes a drug. And it becomes a drug because you find peace. It becomes a drug because you find that, ah, that relaxation, that it, it's all going to be okay. And it is. But for me, it, it, it did become that kind of drug. It became that, that reassurance that I needed. And I, I no longer need that. I no longer need that in my life. I, I also, I, I realized I learned so much and I still didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. And how am I going to be like, hey, yeah, you know, go read the Tibetan Book of the Dead when I couldn't appreciate, I couldn't appreciate the cultural significance of this text. And, and I, I can't even understand what that means to the people of Tibet now, the people that live in, in Nepal, you know, the, the people that live in this, in this, in this country, in this area, in these cultural regions, because also these people, I mean, they're, they're, they're also, you know, crossing into China as well, you know, like, what is this region? What are these people? Do, does this book still carry a cultural significance to the masses, right? Um, and if so, how does that inform the way people connect with one another? I never took the time to to learn that. I also never took the time to go to to you know to Nepal and and and, re, and engage with the people. Same thing with the Egyptian Book of the Dead. You know, same thing with the Tao Te Ching. You know, same thing with with all these different texts. I was listening or reading or listening to you know other people talk about. I, I never took the time to meet the people whose culture inspired or you know or whose history led to the creation of these texts. I also, I never got a chance to learn from a shaman myself. So a lot of this was really, you know, third party speculation, uh, an outsider trying so hard to squeeze themselves in, right? And, and that's always what I felt like an outsider. I never truly felt like I belonged. And, 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 and this is to say, it's not that it doesn't come naturally to me because there's some, you know, I guess you can say some magic that does. You know, I am a master manifester. Let me just say that the spirit is strong with me, absolutely. But that I found not in the texts and the scriptures and the teachings, but I found through my own lived experience. Lived experience is king. Living your life is, is, is when you, it's, I mean, that's living. That's why it's called living. You know, you're participating. You know, you're conscious. I was, uh, I was uh, there was this, this quote from that movie. Uh, was it oh, Baldwin the Six? I forget. I haven't seen it, but it, I was watching a a little excerpt on on, on TikTok, and 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 he said something about uh, you know, when a man moves himself, that is when he begins to play his own game. That's that's when he's no longer, you know, moved or manipulated by others. You know, when when you live accordance with God, like you you do not get to say that someone else moved you. That it was someone else's morals that 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 moved you, or that it was it's someone else's fault that you did what you did. You can no longer blame your actions on other people because it's your life. You made that decision, and you can only get to that 
to that perspective by living, by, you know, being an active participant in your life. And, and it's, and, and all this to say, finding peace in, in the imperfection. I, I can't tell you how many people I, I, I hear about, or even some people that tell me like, Hey, you know, yeah, I'm fasting, I'm doing this, or, you know, I have, uh, um, the person I'm working with and who's now becoming a good friend, Devon, who does uh, sugar fast. And at this point, it's like not even a sugar fast. It's just how he lives his life. He's cut out sugar, allows himself like a cheat day, like, you know, once every certain amount of days or whatever. But, you know, or, or you see those people that, you know, all they eat is, you know, fruits and vegetables and things like that. And you think, damn, dude, like you're doing something that I'm not. You are living life in a way that it's more correct because it's more natural or it's healthier. And that may be true. Maybe they're getting something out of life that I'm not. But that's the point. So I, I guess you could say I'm learning to become comfortable with the fact that I'm not perfect. And beyond that, I I have unhealthy habits. And, and there are times I am fucking up, okay? I am, absolutely. And despite that, I'm learning boundaries better. I'm learning how to, you know, speak up for myself in certain situations. I'm, I'm learning empathy and forgiveness again. I, I'm learning to be vulnerable. I'm learning to be honest. I'm, I'm learning, you know, the the difference between having a public persona and and being myself in every you know social social situation. And yeah, that, that's kind of where that's kind of where I've been, and and I've been thinking about the podcast, you know. I, I can't forget, I get like monthly notifications anytime someone, you know, like downloads an episode. And first of all, just thank you to all of you know new listeners who found the podcast or, you know, you know, listeners who who've just followed along or just listening to their episodes. Uh, I myself have gone through, uh, I went through the, uh, what's the name of that episode? But the one I did with Anthony, uh, the spirit of combat I was going through because I need, there was something from that that I needed. I needed to re-listen. I also missed my friend. I haven't seen him in, in quite some time. You know, last last time we uh we crossed paths, he was he was starting a new and, and exciting journey, and um, I'm very happy for him. And I knew that was you know, you know, he was starting this new job, and, and he had other things you know going on. And so I knew, hey, I'm not going to see you for a while. But I, but I think about stuff we talked about, and I feel like this is a time where I, I needed I needed a warrior to say certain things to me to just kind of you know amp me up or get help. You know, like so, there's something about a warrior mindset that. It's like uh, when a warrior speaks about discipline or when a warrior speaks about, you know, the shit you need to do in life to get to get your goals done. Sometimes it's like you need to hear it from them. And I'm, I mean, I'm very much a spiritual warrior, but he, he's, he's a physical warrior. He embodies that through and through. You know, there's a, there's a difference. There's a reason I'm not a fighter in this life. And he he is. And uh, yeah, so I it's. It's, yeah, the journey of life. And as it continues, I'm also thinking of my own mortality. I'm not going to be here forever. You know, my death is faded. It will come one day. And I think more than anything, there, this podcast has, has meant something special to me. You know, it's been a very, you know, passionate project that I've put a lot of time and effort and, and spirit into. You know, this is my essence captured in these podcast episodes and and that'll remain, you know, out there as long as the creator deems fate. And that's that's something to be grateful for from from my part. You know, if I've ever taught you something. Right? That's that's something to be grateful for. The fact that you can 
learn something on, you know, in a few minutes from someone you've never met before. Or there are people that you've known your whole life. And you'd be like, damn, you know, this fool just, you know, said something that was really, really interesting. That really changed my perspective on something. Yeah, there, there's, uh, there's never any right answer. I, I think that's what, what and I, I don't want to say frustrates me, but I feel like that's just what's, what's kept me from coming back is that I got to this point where, listen, anything can be true. Anything is true. Everything is true. Lies are truth. Truth are lies. Everything is the same. But when when you realize that when you when you go into that mentality, it becomes very difficult to then, I guess you know, for lack of better terms, to understand your truth and or understand what's true to you, right? Make those decisions, say those things. Uh, when a friend is in need and they need some some words of affirmation, right? To say, hey, this is what I feel of you. This is this is who you are. Trust in you. And then you go, ah, well, am I saying? Am I speaking honestly? And you can go down this rabbit hole of what is true, right? What is real? Very existential. And I, I started this podcast originally to be a teacher. Then I continued it to be a student. And now I think it's more so to affirm that we are all lost in some way. It is so confusing to simultaneously be a limited physical being and a primordial ethereal spiritual essence that is timeless that that is and always has been and always will be and whatever that means and however that relates to your to your spiritual you know creed religious you know whatever whatever that means and geez uh there's also been a time where you know celebrating you know the de los muertos and thinking just a lot of not just my mortality, but the mortality of loved ones and and seeing how they do come back. Like, for example, uh, I took my neighbor's cat, Tubis, to be put down some some time ago. I don't remember how many months ago it was. Feels like yesterday. Feels like it's going to be tomorrow. Feels like it happened 10 years ago. But I remember I took her I took her to go get put down. She was old. You know, she was like 17 or his pets live forever. And and I was with her. I I you know I accompanied her, accompanied her to death. And what struck me was how one second she was there and the next she was gone, right? So quick, it's like falling asleep. And then at work, a cat shows up. One second she's not there, the next there she is, very much alive, skinny little thing, looks just like her. And uh, I was filming the the events. We had the other Los Muertos event at work, and I met this dancer who was dressed in all black, dressed like a, a Katrina. For those of you who don't know what a Katrina is, it's a a fancy lady in a skull mask. Uh, the, the original design was by uh, I think it's Jose Guadalupe Posada, who uh, I forget the original name of the piece, but it was like La Katrina. It was a gar- garbanzo uh, farmer, and it was a parody of how in Mexico. The at one point the high fashion was was French fashion was European culture, and so in Mexico the more affluent you were, the higher social status, the more European you dressed. And and Jose Guadalupe Posada, and I really hope that's his name. Uh, apologies if it's not, but uh, he was you know it was a it was a parody, and so uh, you might recognize this. It's basically 
a woman in a fancy like French hat and and you know she's she's a skull right and and so uh, this lady was dressed in all black dressed as a Caterina and I got a chance to talk to her where she was from from Morelia you know oh what are you doing here she was dancing uh, as a part of the event and then I was telling her we were talking about how the other los muertos how the dead always come back and I was telling her this, this story about Tubis and I was telling her about the cat that just showed up and she said she said ah regresó para para agradecerte she said she came back to say thank you for being there in her final moments for not leaving her alone and and as soon as she said those words I, I felt this this uh I felt something in my heart and I became very emotional an emotional response like that is one of those things that confirms when something is true. How this cat suddenly appeared. The way that cat, you know, left. Sudden, out of nowhere, no warning. And I felt in my heart that her words are true. And so, yeah, this has been a time where I've been thinking about that. The way my grandfather comes to me every now and then, how I'm doing this podcast, and I literally just got a note, an email notification of of uh, the podcast and an update on the podcast and just little things that come affirmations that just show up they say ah this was this this was this was the thing to do the people that i've I've loved who, who return in some way always they always return energy is, is can never be destroyed right that's a that's a you know part of science i don't know if it's a theorem or if it's a fact but they, they say matter cannot be cannot be destroyed or you're created it just alters form and yeah so that, that's just been stuff that's been occupying my mind and and i do want to come back to this podcast and and my goal is is, is to make it as consistent as possible but i am going to be busy so I, I was just making this just to tell you all that i appreciate you and thank you for any of you who who listen to this and and i understand anyone who's like hey you know you're taking forever i'm taking off i i get it i get it man but uh, more than anything, a little piece of me to share with you. And may it find you in, in good, strong health. May it find you in prosperity. Or if it doesn't, may you find something in this episode to help you find that stability, that joy, that peace, that little piece of, of knowledge to help you on your way love and blessings my my siblings till next time